Happy New Year. I am Melissa, founder of A Yogi Kitchen, and it is really wonderful to be here together. Today is January 1st. It's one of my favorite days of the year. This is where we all come together to share our experiences on and off the mat. So when I came up with the idea for this podcast, it was something I'd had on the back burner for a while, just taking those lessons that we learn in our yoga poses, in the asana, and in our pranayama, our breath work, and our meditation, and translating those, or just talking about how they translate into our regular life off the mat. And so I was really excited um, to start this, and it's sort of been touch and go this last year. Pandemic kicked my butt a little bit this year. Luckily, I stayed healthy, but um, it was a year of trying lots of new things for me. So it was really exciting, but I wasn't terribly consistent. So one of the things I'm focusing on in 2022 is to be more consistent all around, but especially with the podcast, because I love coming here and I love the feedback that I get from you guys. So um, that's one of the things I really want to work on. And we're going to talk more about things to work on in the future, um, what I think 2022 looks like for me personally, and also for a yogi kitchen. Um, and I love hearing from you guys what is coming up for you. And I love putting it out there so we have a little accountability. So we'll be talking about that today. Okay, we're back. And um, I just want to talk a little bit about this day because it's one of my favorite days of the year. I am a huge fan of new beginnings. I like a new week. My Sunday students will tell you that I love setting intention on a Sunday. I love thinking about the week ahead on a Sunday. I love a new month and I especially like a new year. I even like new beginnings so much that I think about the calendar year. And for me, a lot of the calendar year is what I want to accomplish. So it's looking at um, this next month, knowing when I'm cooking for people, what special classes I'm teaching, if any, um, looking ahead and saying, well, in May, we have um, a graduation that we need to be at, or we're hopefully going to be able to be at, and also is my high school reunion. And so just looking ahead at the whole year and sort of seeing how it shapes up and where the uptimes are, where the downtimes are, and where the potholes might be. Um, one of the things that I've recognized is my high school reunion and my college reunion are coming together very closely. And I'm probably not going to be able to make my college reunion, which is sad because they've decided to do it in person this year. And of course, we'll see if that's actually an option. Um, but it just helps me sort of move forward in the year knowing what I'm doing, not feeling lost, not feeling like I need to regain steps, but feeling like I'm moving forward um, with purpose and intention. And that hasn't been true for a few years. It's been a while of being able to do that. So I'm really looking forward to 2022 of regardless of what goes on around me, being able to stand in that energy of intention and purpose. Um, and it may mean, you know, as the pandemic rages on, it may mean that I have to adjust somewhat, but I still know what direction I'm moving in. And so that's really important to me. And then around my birthday, and I was born in June, so about halfway through the year, I focus on what I want for myself spiritually and emotionally. What kind of spiritual, emotional, mental growth um, do I want to step into for the next um, birth year? So uh, I'm, I'm 52 right now, uh, so I'll be turning 53. And what, what do I want 53 to look like? 
who do I want to be? So uh, emotionally, physically, uh, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally at 53. So that's six months off. I don't have to worry too much about that because I'm still in the middle of doing all the things that I wanted for 52. So, um, and there's been some really big growth for 52. So I really um, highly recommend that you take a little bit and look at your calendar for the year. And maybe you don't like to plan out too far. I really like to look at the whole year and have like an idea. I don't have to have it all written down, you know, week by week, but have an idea for the big things that I know are coming up. Um, maybe you just like to look at four weeks at a time. We've been talking in our household about definitely looking at the big things for the whole year, but then doing some big planning for each quarter. What is a quarter going to look like? That seems a nice, uh, easy amount to to break off and chew, if that makes sense. Um, so one of the things that I usually do, so New Year's Day, I always teach yoga. And I love my New Year's practice because overwhelmingly, and I've been doing this for over 10 years now, overwhelmingly, New Year's Day practices are some of my favorite students. They are people that either are somewhat new, and I'm really enjoying getting to know them and and help them with whatever issue they're having, their anxiety or their back pain. Or sometimes it's students who have been with me for years and years and years. And sometimes I haven't seen them for a bit. Like today I had a student who has been with me for over 10 years and I hadn't seen her since the summer and she came to class and this was all virtual. This was all on zoom this morning. Um, but also I had a friend who comes fairly often and I've known her for 30 years. So it was just a really nice practice. And it's a really wonderful way to start the week, uh, the week, start the year. And we like to think about what we want more of. So that's what I invited students this morning as they were doing their check-in and they were noticing who they are, mind, body, spirit in the moment, just recognizing what things are really lovely about who they are, mind, body, spirit. And really asking themselves, do you want more of that in 2022? So at the end of practice, when you're all relaxed and there's a little buzz going on in your body and your spine feels great, how much more of this do you want? Do you want more of this on a daily basis? And for me, because I have a lot of body pain, um, yeah, daily basis would be great. I would love, because I don't, you know, lots of people don't feel pain on a daily basis. I do. And it's not huge pain by any means, but I do. So what can I do for myself in this next year so I can feel that every single day? Obviously, I could get on the mat every day. Maybe it means getting massages a couple times a month or every week. Um, maybe it means hitting the gym. And my gym has a, a sauna and a whirlpool. You know, Maybe it means soaking more. <clears throat> so whatever it is, and, and you, all I wanted to everyone to focus on this morning was what was it? You don't have to worry about how you're getting there. Just think about what it is that you want more of. And so I asked the same question of them when you focus on your heart space and you can do it right now, close your eyes and take a few long, deep breaths and notice your heart space and notice whatever emotions are coming up for you. And it's especially nice at the end of a practice as your heart's really open and whatever feelings coming up, um, I finished my practice with a huge amount of gratitude today, the, today and thought, I want more of this. I want more of this, like almost on the edge of tears because I just feel so lucky and so grateful for all of the things, you know, being able to teach online during the pandemic. And I never taught online before the pandemic and I love it. Being able to teach in one session 
people who are a couple blocks away, as well as people who are in other other states. Some of them I've known for 30 years. Some I've only known for a few years. That's a gift. You don't get to do that very often as a teacher. And that's something the pandemic brought that I hadn't expected. So just, you know, the other part of that is every donation that you guys make for yoga classes, yoga classes, it's just a love offering. It's whatever works for you in your budget and what you feel a yoga class is worth. I encourage you to, um, to donate that, what, what, what works for you. And then with workshops, I set a donation amount. In the beginning of the pandemic, workshops were just a set amount and they weren't necessarily a donation. And this year I sort of changed it so that it's a set amount. You're always welcome to do a payment plan, but it's still a donation. And 50% of every donation that you make goes to help feeding our community and um, keeping our community warm. And sometimes it's just stuff like um, I cook for the community. So most of the, the ingredients I get are donated, but sometimes I need to go buy some ingredients. So it helps do that. Um, sometimes it's putting gas in my car so that I can get to the place where I drop off the food pantry, um, where I drop off the food, which is Sunrise Project here in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, I also go to uh, Sunrise Project to cook there for their community meals. Um, I drive around and pick up donations of coats and gloves and blankets, and then take them to shelters in town that need them. So sometimes it's gas money. Sometimes it may even buy me a pair of yoga tights once in a while because, you know, I'm teaching consistently and and need to have things without holes in them. Um, And sometimes it is like, I have at least one man right now that I know is probably not, doesn't have gloves and I'm going to go buy him a pair because I've asked for donations and we haven't gotten any. Everyone has donated or is using their gloves. So I'm going to go buy him some gloves. So it's things like that. Um, And it's something that I've really been excited about, really motivated by, and really inspired by this year. So much so that I thought about making a Yogi Kitchen a 501c3. Um, And I think I'm going to hold off on that because we're doing really well with with um, donations at this point, and we'll do some fundraising in this next year. Um, but it's, it's what I feel like I want more of. It's what really is filling my heart and really like just makes me feel, um, and this one's really interesting because it makes me feel my good mind, body, and spirit. So I love physically doing the work. Like I grew up in the restaurant business. My first job was in the restaurant business and I've done every part of it in my life. And so I love being in the kitchen and chopping food. It's meditative for me. It's purposeful. It feels um, very directed. I really I feel grounded when I do it, but it also makes my heart feel good. And then the last part of check-in is noticing how your brain's working, noticing who you are mentally. And that energy, I always ask everyone to focus in on the space in the middle of their forehead when they're kind of noticing how their brain is working. And that space is the seat of the energy that swirls around your higher self. And it swirls around purpose and meaning in your life. And this work that we've been doing during the pandemic and how a yogi kitchen has has shifted um, has really helped me step into that energy of, of higher self and of purpose in my life. And, you know, throughout my life, purpose shifts. Uh, you know, when I was a young mom, I had a very different purpose than I have now. Um, and now this just feels so like in my bones. 
as did being a mom, especially when I was first a mom. It just felt like, oh, I was born to do this. And that's how I feel every time I'm packaging up food or I'm delivering blankets or I'm just um, donating some time at Sunrise Project. I, I just feel like this is, it's in my bones. This is what I was born to do. So that's what we thought about a lot this morning, just looking at those things we want more of in our lives. And we actually didn't talk about it this morning, but there's a really wonderful practice that I've often done on January 1st. A lot of churches do it. Um, a lot of, of spiritual centers do it, and it's called a burning bowl. And I'm just going to walk you through a burning bowl in just a moment. Okay, we're talking about burning bowls. And burning bowls, you can do any time of the year, any time you feel like you need to release something. But it's lots of people do it this first week of January, um, if not January 1st. And it's a really fun practice. It's very satisfying, especially if you like fire like I do. So you can do it any way you want. There's no hard, fast rules. You cannot do it wrong. Um, you're going to write down things you want to release and let go of, and then you're going to burn them. So last year, I was going to have people in my backyard because just like this year, we had had some pretty mild weather before New Year's. I thought, well, we could do a burning bowl. And then just like this year, we had a storm overnight and my backyard was really icy and slick and there's uh, limestone to walk down the sides of my house to get to the backyard. And I just thought, no, there's just no way. We're not going to do that. And so this year I, I knew it was going to storm overnight. And I thought, all right, I'm not even going to bring it up. So then I don't have to cancel. But so what you can do is think about what you need to release. Is there anything holding you back into 2021 that you really just feel like if I could let this thing go, I could, I could really speed, you know, run towards 2022, run towards the things that you're really excited about and you're really feeling motivated about. Um, and just as an aside, I'm not a huge fan of resolutions. I feel like resolutions bring up, and even goal setting somewhat, bring up a lot of shame and a lot of, I should be different than I am. And what I encourage you to do is really think about the things you want more of in your life, things that you can run towards. And Tony Robbins says that we don't want to be pushing anything. We want to be running towards something, pulling that energy along with us um, instead of pushing it out in front of us or pushing it away. And I'm a big believer in that. So one of the ways that you can get kind of present with that energy of what needs to be released is forward folds. So this morning in our practice, we did a bunch of them. We did Uttanasana, which is just feet about hip width apart, forward fold. You can soften your knees if that's hard on your back or if you don't have a lot of flexibility. And you can do it, um, if you're not very flexible, you can uh, have a chair in front of you and just rest your hands on the seat of the chair. Um, if you are flexible enough to reach down to the ground, you can have your fingertips or if you're really flexible, the palms of your hands on the floor. We did wide leg forward fold standing up, which is Prasarita Padottanasana. And with that, we did some side lunging. We did some twisting there. And then we did Upavista Kanasana, which is wide leg forward fold sitting on the ground. So all of those poses help things 
release. So forward folds are all about letting go. And I like to think of it as things just rolling off my back. And this all fits together also with thinking about purpose, thinking about my higher self. That's the energy that is about letting go of those little things, like that tone your sister used at Thanksgiving. It's just saying to yourself, maybe she meant to piss me off. I don't have to take the bait. Maybe I'm just reading something into it. Or maybe I didn't even really hear her. And just saying, it doesn't matter. I'm going to let it go. And just not engaging your energy in that kind of thinking or thought patterns, or especially engaging in, in a fight, a family feud. Um, and forward folds help you do that. And it makes a lot of sense to me because when you're folding, forward folding, lots of blood is rushing to your brain. You're really helping find, um, helping balance energy. Lots of energy is kind of shifting in your body. Anytime you also go upside down and you shift your perspective, your energy changes. So that makes a lot of sense to me that, that forward folds would really help you let go of some of that and being able to, and then, um, facilitate you being able to step into that energy around your higher self. So when you're in your forward fold, you can just think about what needs to release, what needs to let go, what is no longer serving you anymore. And it can also be something maybe you just really want to. Um, maybe it doesn't need to happen. Maybe you want it to happen. And it doesn't, maybe it's something that for whatever reason, your new promotion is, you know, really great for your bank account, makes your family really happy, makes your parents really proud, but you're not happy and you don't want to do it. And so maybe doing that forward fold is saying, okay, for all the benefits I get from this thing, it's not what I really want and I want to let it go. And forward folding will just help you shift that energy. And sometimes forward folds are planting a seed and sometimes a forward fold can be the oomph. So if you've been thinking about letting something go, let's say a friendship, you've wanted to let it go for a bit and you just haven't been able to find the energy to do it or just you're feeling too guilty, like, oh, I should be friends with this person because, you know, whatever. Doing that forward fold might be the thing that helps you go, okay, I'm ready now. And it's probably not going to be one forward fold. It's probably going to be more than one. So doing a lot of forward folds this week might be really helpful for you to release and let go of things and be able to move really fully with intention into 2022. So once you have the idea of one of those things that you'd like to release, and you may have a list, there's no wrong way to do a burning bowl. You can um, write it on whatever kind of paper you want. There's some places, if you're going to do this indoors, there's some place when I was part of Unitarian Universalist Church, um, they did it on flash paper because it didn't smoke inside. Usually I've done this outside. Um, but even like if you're in Lawrence, Kansas and it's cold, you can take a metal bowl, like set it on your front porch and stand in your doorway. And when you write down whatever you want, you can write a list. These are the things I want to let go of. It could be one big word. I have done it where the whole page has been filled with the word fear and I've decorated it all. And then I folded it up and burned it. Um, it could be, uh, I know someone who has written some letters to people in his life that have died and he's ready to burn those letters and to let all of that energy around stuff release, um, good and bad. 
so and, and again that that was I, I was genius and didn't even realize I was being genius so here's the other thing things that you're ready to release are not necessarily bad things they can just be things that aren't serving you. It can be good stuff. But like this year, I had an opportunity to do a, a couple of different things that were very exciting that I really would have loved to do, but I just felt very strongly, I need to keep my focus, that I too easily do 15 things and not so great, where I could do maybe five things and be a superstar. And I need to do that more. Because one, when I do 15 things not so great, I feel like crap about myself and I want to stop doing that. I want to do like five things really, really well and feel really good about myself and also feel like I'm being of service. When I do 15 things like crap, I don't feel like I'm being service. I'm not helping anyone. Maybe I'm stroking my own ego, but that's about it. Um, so learning to let that go. So just, you know, even though there were some things I really thought would be cool and fun to do, I was like, nope, I'm going to just stay focused on this thing. This is what I want. And it's been really good work for me this year. Um, so anyway, you're going to write down whatever it is. It can be a paragraph. It can be a couple words, just one word. And then you can do it however you want. Um, you can put it in a bowl, a metal bowl, preferably. Just, you know, light it and then drop it in the bowl. Uh, you can go to your fire pit. You could do it in your fireplace. Uh, I know people who've done it, especially when like this last year, so many different people in different places didn't have power, um, have done it in their uh, barbecue grill. So you can do it any kind of place you want and just ceremonial, it's like ritually, I guess it's, that's what it really is. It's not so much a ceremony as it's the ritual. Maybe it's a little bit of both. It's a ceremony and it's a ritual. It's a practice of just letting it go into the universe. And so you have the physical of doing the forward folds, and then you have the practice of just burning it and seeing it release and whatever emotion comes up around that, I encourage you to stick with it. So if it makes you teary, feel free to be teary and let it like wash over you. If it can bring up anger, um, you know, some of the stuff I had to release about really toxic people and abusive people in my life has brought up anger. Um, so let it be. And don't ever tell yourself that you shouldn't be feeling something. Your feelings are your feelings. Just be present with them. Let them be. And don't don't should yourself, right? Don't say I, I should be feeling this way or I should do this or I should do that. Do what feels right for you. So that's Burning Bull and January 1st and moving into this new year. And I'm super excited. Um, if you are anywhere where you see our calendar, um, the visual says December schedule and that schedule is actually going to stick. So we're going to keep that schedule. It was always supposed to be December and January. I just wrote it wrong. So that's going to stick until at least mid-January. So we are having slow flow tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. and restorative yoga tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. It's one of my favorite time slots for restorative yoga. Ending your weekend with some really gentle opening poses that just are super relaxing and really healing. It's just such a nice way to start the week too. So um, go ahead and you can go to the website, yogikitchen.com. You can see our schedule, see some of the things we're doing. I'm working on updating the website so that it includes more of the cooking and the donations that we're doing. 
um, if you are in the Lawrence, Kansas area and you would like to do some cooking, we have a couple of different ways for you to contribute to our community. Um, one of them is we are now helping out with the community meal, the bi-monthly community meal that's at Sunrise Project. So we're looking for people who want to come in and prep for the meal and then also cook for the meal. And that's uh, the first and third Wednesday, and you don't have to do it every week. You don't even have to do it every month. But if you're interested and you have space and energy, can do that. I also have a list of rotating volunteers who make dessert in their homes for that meal. So it's baking cookies or bars, um, cupcakes, anything that's sort of easy. We don't want like pumpkin pie. Uh, I guess pumpkin pie is not a good example. Apple pie, anything that's hard for anyone who does, you know, has house housing issues. Um, and isn't necessarily taking the food to their home and eating it. We want to make it as, as easy and, and as not messy as possible for them. And then um, I also do a lot of driving around and picking up donations. If you'd ever be interested in doing that in the Lawrence, Kansas area, uh, you should contact me. And then finally, um, I do cook in my own home. And there's a couple of us that cook in our homes and then we package food in our homes, label it and take it to the um, porch pantry at Sunrise Project. And that's just a fridge and some shelving shelves with non-perishables that are available for anyone who wants them, anyone in the community who wants a meal or needs a meal to go pick up. Um, and so if you're interested in that, I can tell you more about that and, and kind of get you into the fold. And then if you are far away, oh, we're also still collecting blankets, coats, gloves, any kind of cold weather wear, especially right now, we finally hit some cold weather. It's going to be uh, warmer in this coming week, but we really did hit some cold weather. And so there's a lot of places are, that are in need of blankets and coats for people. Um, and then if you're not in Lawrence and you would like to contribute to a yogi kitchen and what we do. Um, we are going to look at some more national ways to provide, but at this point we're still in our, in our community and in, in the Douglas County community, you can go to the website and make a donation and you can take a class with your donation or you don't have to, um, you can just make a donation. And that is very useful and very helpful. We've had a couple people this year who have made, um, consistent donations who do not come to yoga and it's made such a difference just to, I mean, it doesn't matter if you come to yoga or not, but just having someone who thinks of us, um, not just as a payment has been really, really lovely. Um, it, it keeps me inspired and motivated, but it also really helps us do what we do. So, um, I think that's what we have. I'm hoping to be really a lot more consistent this year with blog posts and, podcasting. If you have any questions, you're welcome to text me 785-760-5412. I don't usually answer the phone if I don't recognize a number. Um, so if you are going to call, you have to leave a message and then I'll return your call. Um, you can email me mel at a yogikitchen.com. Uh, the website is yogikitchen.com. We are on Facebook and Instagram as a yogi kitchen. We're, I think if you search Twitter for Yogi Kitchen, it pops up, but I think officially we're Breathe Lawrence and Breathe Boston, New York. Uh, okay. I think that's all. I'm looking forward to seeing all of you in class. Uh, it's going to be a great year. We're going to learn how to just stand in our power, in our strength, regardless of the craziness that's going on in the rest of the world. So not having it like, you know, 
just knock us over or feel like the rug's been pulled out from under us. That's sort of my goal for all of us this year is um, being able to stand steady. Have an awesome Saturday and um, a great new first day of the year. Namaste.